Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw some big moves in currencies and interest rates. Uh, the US dollar and bond yields rose sharply and equities as a result fell. The S&P 500 is currently down 0.7% on the day. Uh, initially, it was about the ECB, which softened its guidance about future rate hikes uh, after delivering the expected 25-point hike, and that caused the euro to fall and the US dollar to rise. And then after that, we got a fairly strong set of US economic data led by GDP, which further boosted the US dollar and also boosted bond yields. So in currency land, the US dollar index is up 0.9% on the day. That's a fairly decent move. All of the majors fell against the US dollar, except for the Japanese yen. That was the outperformer. Uh, that's on rising speculation that later on today, the Bank of Japan might tweak its policy settings. The Aussie dollar fell from 68.20 to 66.98, a fairly big move on the day. And the Kiwi dollar it fell from a daily peak of 62.74 to 61.75. And the Aussie Kiwi Cross, it fell a bit from 108.99 to 108.45, probably on that lower risk sentiment. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields jumped from 482 to 4.93% following that stronger US data, and the 10-year yield also jumped from 385 to 4.02%, so decent moves there. That said, market pricing for the next Fed meeting on the 21st of September hasn't changed dramatically. Markets are still only pricing us six basis points worth of tightening. Uh, I suspect that might increase uh, over the next day or two. In the Australian interest rate market, three-year government bond yields rose overnight from 3.8 to 3.92, and the 10-year yield rose from 3.93 to 4.07% following those US moves. And as for pricing in the next RBA meeting, which is on the 1st of August, uh, markets are still not convinced. They're only pricing seven basis points in. Uh, that's mainly due to that softer CPI reading that we had earlier this week. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil rose 1% to $84. Copper fell 0.7%. Iron ore fell 3.1% to $114. And gold fell 1.4%. Now a little bit more detail on the two main sets of events which caused the market reactions. So initially it was the ECB meeting, it raised its policy rate by 25 basis points, as was very widely expected. Uh, that takes their refinancing rate, which is one of the three main rates that they target, um, up to 4.25%. Uh, however, there was a less hawkish nuance. They dropped the phrase, need to do more, in reference to more tightening to get inflation towards the target. And they said they're now operating on a meeting-by-meeting data dependency basis. In the US, uh, lots of data out. The top tier item was US GDP for the second quarter, and it was quite a bit stronger than expected. Expectations were for a 1.8% um, quarterly and then annualised pace, but we got a 2.4% pace. There was also other data, uh, durable goods orders, uh, jobless claims, uh, pending home sales, and uh, they were all quite a bit stronger than expected too. On the day, what's on the event calendar which could ruffle markets? Uh, still quite a bit, so it's been quite an eventful week. And to finish it, we'll get initially Australian retail sales. Uh, we're expecting a weaker reading for the month of June. We also get PPI inflation for the second quarter. 
in New Zealand. Uh, these are not big market movers, but they will um, feed into wider thoughts, uh, particularly the monthly employment indicator, given New Zealand will have its very important uh, second quarter labour data out next week. We also get the monthly consumer confidence survey. And then uh, in Japan, uh, all eyes will be on the Bank of Japan, which announces its policy settings. There is growing speculation in the marketplace that it'll tweak its policy settings, uh, notably on its yield curve control setting, although uh, analysts are divided on this one. In the Eurozone, uh, we'll get consumer confidence and economic confidence surveys, as well as initial uh, inflation readings from the regions. And then in the US, uh, very important for markets, will be the PCE deflator, which is the Fed's preferred um, inflation indicator. Uh, We'll also get something on wage inflation from the ECI data. So that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.